Why is connection so hard for people to establish these days, Marina? What is it that's distracting everyone? I think it's that hustle, grind, chase mentality. This illusion that we've got somewhere to go. I've had the five bedroom house, the Range Rover, the holidays in the Maldives. It's fucking bullshit. My name is Ibi Aslam and you're listening to Ibi Aslam Uncensored. Welcome to my podcast where we discuss property, business, lifestyle and well-being. If this is the first time you are visiting us, then please hit the follow button on your app. Don't forget, we are also on YouTube. You can watch these interviews in full there too and join the discussions in the comments. Just search Ibi Aslam Uncensored. There's new episodes every week, so I'll see you there. So on today's episode, I have Marina Lazares, who is a relationship coach. She's also an actor, producer, author, a podcast host, and also the founder of The Marina Method. She also has a book out called Love the Fuck Out of Everything, and I can't wait to speak with her today. Yeah, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll get right into it then, Marina. Thank you for joining me, yeah? Um, please introduce yourself to my audience in two minutes, but I want you to answer this in two parts. What is it you do to help others? And the second part of the question is, like, what is it you're becoming? Wow, that's powerful. Okay, so is I it? connect. It is. <laughs> that's how we roll. That is how we roll. Well, I connect people back to their hearts, especially yeah. men. So I think, you know, there's not a lot on the heart and brain coherence. And when that's in sync, you are unstoppable. And I am also becoming unstoppable. There you go. That's not cheesy, is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look, so... Listen, I think I think we we are all love, and the the yeah. soul's journey is to come back to that. Mm. So I am becoming that more and more every day. Okay, Marina. So tell me, you I read your book called "Love the Fuck Out of Everything," right? What inspired you to write this book? Tell me. It was coming up to my birthday on Valentine's Day and I was mm. turning 40. And I was thinking to myself, what do I want? And I was thinking, there's, there's nothing in the world that I want. All I want to do is make sure that all of my knowledge and everything is out in the world. That's the only mm. gift I want. And so I started work, working with a uh, copywriter she was yeah. looking at my podcasts and my message and what I was doing. And I was looking at who was coming to me predominantly. And it was men. And I was providing a, such a safe place for men. And they, they were telling me all sorts, especially around love and relationships. And I started to get a bit frustrated because there wasn't enough information out there for men. And the, yeah. the messaging that was out there for me wasn't resonating and I could see their frustration I could see how they were stuck and I was like it's time for me to step step up and be a powerful voice for these men and to free them from so much pain and suffering in such a simple way what did you experience for you to come up with that that the men were suffering how were they coming to you was this something was there a service that you was offering yes yeah, so I did coaching so I've done yeah, corporate yeah. coaching. Um, I've worked with entrepreneurs. I've worked with all different individuals. Yeah. And through that, I was doing like one-on-one -on -one coaching and mm. it would go back to relationships, like issues with divorce, issues with like relationships, emotional intelligence, whatever it was, it was all coming back to, to love. Now I was born on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So I resonated with looking for love outside of myself. And I resonated with this journey of conflict within. I mean, ultimately, you are the person you're searching for. You are love. Mm. And I wanted to give men like a simple answer, like questions and answers. So it was almost like a, a flick book, like a guide where they could turn around and go, look, this is the question that I'm confused on. This is the simple answer. And not like I have all of the answers because I don't, but I wanted to give my perspective I've studied coaching, I've studied hypnosis, I've studied psychology. I wanted to give my perspective from that angle, but actually from my own personal experience of dating, being married, being divorced, to empower men so that, so that they don't feel lost, they don't feel confused. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. They feel more okay. connected. Yeah, yeah. To themselves. Okay. Nice. So what was your upbringing like? Tell me. My upbringing was... Like, teen, like from teens. From teens. Yeah. <laughs> very... It was a big struggle. Both my parents were unemployed. They didn't work. Mm. Um, my dad nearly died. He had a pituitary gland tumour. And he lost his business. Is that really what? He nearly died. Really? Yeah, so I was about nine. I was a, bit, I was a younger, and my dad was like my hero, but he worked hard. He worked seven mm. days a week. He had a painting decorating company. He had 20 men working for him. What an amazing man. But my mum supported that, right? She'd done the admin. She helped him with the business. And because he didn't process his trauma, mm. he... All his illness manifested, was all manifested via trauma, right? Unprocessed, a lot of anger, actually. And it came out, and the only person that hurt was him. And so he got given 24 hours to live. He lived. He's still alive, but he suffers with his health. So I saw two ill. My dad was very ill and very depressed. Mm. He couldn't work again. He couldn't, he couldn't rise again. My mum depended on my dad, so she didn't believe women should work. She yeah. couldn't even drive during that stage. So I saw two parents, depressed, unfulfilled, and we had no money, right? So it was an interesting time to say the least, but what got me through that was visualization. I'd go to bed and I'd dream of a different life. I'd dream, Every night before I went to bed, I dream of, I don't know, probably the kind of life I've had, right? But I dreamed of something else, something better. And from a young age, I worked. I was working when I was 15. And by 16, 17, I was top regional salesperson at Direct Line Insurance. So I used to go and do my A-levels at school. Um, I was like 17 or I was still doing my A-levels. I'd go to work like three evenings a week and a Saturday. Yeah but I was also training teams. So I was training everyone how to sell. And it was tele-sales at the time. Yeah. I was so like grateful because I came from nothing. I was so grateful for the opportunity to work. Like I worked in a printers, I worked in a clothes shop. Every job I'd done, I was so grateful. Like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like I can work, I can earn money. I've got my own money. I've got my own, that feeling, but I was just, the gratitude and visualization changed my course of my life. I never, I, I always, and this is where I wanted to help help others, right? In in what I do, it's kind of, it's who I've always been. It's not yeah. something I went, oh, I'm going to be a coach, or that's why I was like, it's a sin from my work not to be accessible for everyone because I didn't have anyone kind of helping and guiding me. So. Yeah, yeah. And it's simple. I've done it all. I've spent uh, 30,000 on coaching. Like I've done it all. It's not complicated. I've spent so much on it all. And it doesn't need to be complicated. It's simple. I like that. Okay. So you say people need to be educated when it comes to making love. In your book, you describe this as making love versus getting fucked. Can you describe the difference in your own words? Pay attention, I've got some exciting news for you guys. I've launched a seven day free, total free audio course for you guys, which is gonna help you improve and elevate your mindset. And it's also gonna help you in your business. All you have to do is go and sign up every single day, day one to day seven, you will receive a free two minute audio from me in my own words, in my voice. And what that will do is help you in your business and your mindset. Make sure you go and sign up and let me know how you find it. I love that. So this is the whole thing, right? I bring sex in because it's not separate from what you do and there is no shame in it. And the reason why I do this is to add some humor as well. Not because I'm an expert in it. Well, perhaps like, you know, in my own way. <laughs> but yes, I think when you're in that fucking mode, you're extremely disconnected. So you're not really connected to yourself. And because you're not connected to yourself, you're not really connected to someone else. 
So you're almost fucking yourself over and whoever you come in contact with. So that's very much just like, I want to get in, I want to get out, I want to get this done, I want the climax, I want the end. Boom, 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 boom. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> and it's kind, of, it's kind of the way lots of people live their life. It's just like, yeah, I need to get to this goal and the next goal and then they get that goal and then they get the next goal and they get the next goal. And they're in this hustle and grind mentality. And you can feel yeah. the energy of somebody that's in that, right? It's kind of like, as I'm saying it, I'm like, yeah. But when you make love, it's very different because there's an element of it's felt, right? So you mm -hmm. get into that ego, I would say, I would describe it as ego and you can feel it when you're making love to someone because there's an element of you could be the best lover, you could be the best, you know, when it comes to stuff. But if you're just concentrating on the end goal and the performance, you're so into self, you're so into you, like, I want to be the best lover, I want to make this happen to you. And mm. you could be that, you could do that. But then you come and then what? What, then you come again, then what? So then it's just a bit like, what's, you know, like, where are we going with this? And you feel that disconnect. Real mm. intimacy is when you drop into the moment, is when you enjoy the moment. It, you can't predict it. How can you predict what's going to happen next? If you're predicting in the moment when you're making love, and, you know, I've seen men read books on this, and I'm like, no oh my god I was like honestly like I want because it's like you can't because everyone's different and if you really let go of that focus on yourself and put it totally on someone else like when you coach and you see who is this human being in front of me like mm. what do they like and you can feel into energy without even speaking and just enjoy if you if you go into your senses and enjoy like being present and enjoy every smell, every taste, every lick. Like if you actually go and enjoy that and work off the other person, you're making mm. love. And that's in all areas of your life. Like I could sit here, I could plan this podcast. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. That's not the way I live. Yeah. That's not authenticity. That's then I'm forcing my agenda. Then, then it's being, I'm being pushy. I'm being, no, I'm turn up. Who is this human being in front of me? Mm. I will judge, not not even judge, because who am I to fucking judge? I'm no one. But no, I will pick up on the energy and we will dance and we will co-create and it will be something beautiful. And that's making love. Yeah, yeah. Different. Yeah. If I came in right now and I was like, this is my agenda, this is what I want to get out of it. Woohoo, you know, like you know, you you're gonna be like, oh my god, like this is such a shit podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so so see something like that, like it requires a a lot more time, a lot more like get more into the zone, right? So like for something like that, it could take you have to basically have spent hours together to do to to create something special like that. Would you say? Yeah, I would. I would say that you would you have to spend hours together? Yeah. I think it's you need time and you do don't you I think you do yeah it's almost like you need to connect to someone like on a mental level on a physical level on a spiritual level it can't be done in five minutes you're not talking it can't be about rushed, can it no uh you can't and again if what if you put a time limit on something yeah you're kind of missing out on enjoying it really yeah. aren't you you shouldn't so be a time of making love phone down yeah yeah you just have to kind of put the phone down people and just be like it's time to just connect really isn't it i think if we done that more in life in general and had more sex the world would be yeah. a better place you know so why do you think people don't do that then not many people do that do they no but people don't know the beauty of it and they don't know the magic of it and I think yeah. we're in a society where it's, there's so much pushed on everyone, you know, there is that, we're in that fight or flight mode, so many of us, mm. so, so much of the time, like, we're getting somewhere, we have to be somewhere, we have to be seen to have the perfect holiday, the perfect house, like, as I'm saying it, it's like, oh, I'm feeling stressed, and it's like, the media, and the agenda, and the news, and like, 
none of it matters. Like if you just look at someone and stare in their eyes for five minutes, yeah, and listen to the birds, like you've got you've got a lot of beauty right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's to be honest, that is your core message that you're putting out there, isn't it, Marina? Really, and you know when you actually do speak to men. And you do speak to these business owners and these people in the corporate world. Like, it's no doubt that what you're saying is facts. What, what, is, what is the response that you get from them? How do they respond? In what I do, if I ever coach someone, I wouldn't really speak and tell. Because if I spoke mm. and tell, I wouldn't be a very good coach. Okay. Um, there's an element of, it's a process. So if you're not feeling, it's sometimes it's a block and you can't speak, you need to get rid of it. You need to go where the blocks are, right? And mm. that's, you can only go there if, if it's present. So a man might come and, you know, we might be doing a, a bit about, uh, he might be angry and it's not making that anger wrong and like going, what's, what's, what's the anger saying? He might be punching or, and then they start crying. So it's like allowing someone's space to process and to go deeper within themselves. And it mm. might, it's not about the story. So many people think it's about a story and they, you know, they're talking about something. It's like, oh, that's coffee shop talk. Like what's, you know, if, if they have never talked about it before, then that deserves space. But really mm. you don't have to speak about it. It can be a metaphor. Like, you know, a guy will say, like, I'm banging my head against a brick wall. And it's like, okay, right. Okay, let's stick with that. Okay, what does that feel like? And we'll go into mm. the metaphor or we'll go into the embodiment in the body. And so it's not me telling, it's more of like, okay, or visualizing or all these things to help shift something. Um, and, you know, sometimes you, you can get, that's why I've done the book to give my perspective. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but when you're with someone, it's about listening deeply to them. Definitely, yeah. Okay, interesting. So talking about your book, when is your book out officially? Has it got a date yet? Or like, is it going to be available in a hard copy first or ebook, Or how is it going to be available? It definitely will be available in an ebook, yeah. ASAP, and then hard copy to follow. Eventually, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Because I would have thought that would be easier, wouldn't it? I'm sorry, my love? I, I would have thought that'll be easier to just to get it out in ebook e first, isn't it? Yeah, ebook first. But then the whole idea of the book as well is that, you know, I have put pictures in and mm. I would like to get like, um, you know, some other types of illustrations in there and I put pictures of myself. The reason why I've done that is because I don't want to make it wrong for a, man, for a man to have a fantasy. I'm not saying that I, oh, I could be the fantasy if they want if they want me to be the fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> there's an element of there's nothing wrong with having a fantasy and a vision. And also being in the present moment, like in different times of my life, I've needed a bit of both. Mm. And the whole message of my book, Love the Fuck Out of Everything, is until you love it, until you accept where you are and even give yourself space to understand that. Yeah. It persists. So anything you make wrong, bad, that's where you get the projection when someone looks at someone else and goes, oh. Look at them over there. That's probably something you can't be with, right? Mm. So until we love all these parts of self, then we can move forwards. And that's the whole point. Like, love it all. Like, that's why I talk about my journey so honestly throughout the yeah. book. Because I'm not ashamed of it. It's made me who I am. Okay. So when you say love the fuck out of everything, do you mean that in every single context? Or is it just in lovemaking and just in, in terms of relationships? I mean, in every context, you know, I've had okay. people come to me that are anxious and it was only mm. until, you know, sometimes I would get anxious when I'd go out and I wouldn't be able to cope with sometimes the attention. So I drink alcohol, right? And then yeah. I went into acting and we were doing Meisner and instead of making our emotions wrong, we would actually let the emotion affect us. So somebody would say something not very kind and you would have to let it, let it affect you. So then you'd have to be angry. And it was yeah. such a cathartic experience because I wasn't repressing my emotions no longer. I was letting mm. it affect me. And then I realized that it was me loving it, right? So, okay. So it's okay. I get anxious sometimes when I go out and I'm in a big group and that's part of who I am. And I love that. 
and it's a gift mm. because it keeps me safe. And it was only until I started doing that, it started to go. And I've worked with others to do that because, again, it's all beautiful. You know, even sometimes I'd blush, I'd go red sometimes and I would make that wrong. And then as soon as I was like, oh, you know, that's, you know, that's really good. <laughs> it's, it's quite cute. And I, you know, reframed it and made it good. It stopped happening as much. And mm. so I think any parts of us that we make wrong and we repress and we demonize continues. Yeah. The shift is that simple. That perspective shift fucking changes it. Love the fuck mm. out of it, you know. When you love the fuck out of it and yourself, life changes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so in terms of a context, so let's just say somebody's in a nine-to-five job. They're really not happy and they just kind of stumble upon it and they just need it to pay their bills. What would your message be for someone like that who wants to come out of that but get into another path? How can they love the fuck out of everything in that situation? So... Initially, you have to be grateful for where you're at. Mm. And if you're not grateful for where you're at and loving what you're doing, now you can always find something. So when I worked in a clothes shop, for example, like I loved helping the customers and interacting with the customers. So it's yeah, just yeah. like that appreciation of even that you've got that job or you're getting up or you're interacting with somebody and it's not even the job, right? What's the message behind the job? How are you leaving someone? What are you leaving someone with? Are you leaving them with a, a, a good feeling? Because even if you've done that, you're a su huge success, right? Mm. So focus on that. Focus on what you can give whilst you're there because you're there for a reason. There's a purpose. Mm. And look for a purpose beneath what you're doing. You are not defined about, you're not defined on what you do. So look at the purpose and, and you know, just look at the magic you can create every day. When you get into that magic you can create every day, your life's going to change. Whilst you're there, focus on your gifts and talents. What are your gifts and talents? When was the happiest day of your life? What was you doing? Start to reflect. Focus on your passions. Life is short for you not to be living your passion. And start doing it on the side. Start doing little things here and there. They yeah. all add up. And then you'll be able to make that transition. I like that. I like that. That was a good answer there. Okay, so what is the top three things you look for when it comes to relationships, Marina? <laughs> the top three? The top... If I was to have a relationship of any like, you know business... What? Put them in order as well. So we're talking business, romantic, both? I suppose it's the same. No, no, romantic. Romantic. <laughs> well, okay, that's... let me not overthink this. I would no, don't overthink it. Just what were the first three things that first come to your thing mind? comes into my mind is intelligence. <laughs> Are you sure that came to your mind first? Yeah, because <laughs> it's really important. Because if somebody yeah. can't mentally stimulate me and they're not passionate about what they do, then mm. I can't keep falling back in love with them. Okay. So if we're looking at longevity here, and for me to have a relationship with someone, then I'm going to be like, hmm. What do they, what are they, what are they doing? What are they creating in the word, world? And are they passionate about it? Have they got some intelligence there? Have they got some depth there? Okay, can they keep, mm. you know? So then I'd probably look for adventure. Are they, are they adventurous? I want to give more. <laughs> because I like the idea of, you know, being creative with someone, being adventurous. And... So sex, basically, yeah? Sorry? So sex is number two, yeah? I wouldn't say it's necessarily... I think the mental connection, number yeah. one, then, what did I say? Is it, no, I just... Yeah, you said adventurous and be creative, so I would put that in that category. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I would say it's more like the mental, the second one, I would say, again, it's around how they react to things. I think it's more around, are they securely, are they a secure, a secure person? I mean... Mm. Are they, you know, if I say I can't meet them, are they going to react and, and blow up and, you know, like life's too short. You don't want to be around dramatic people. So look, the sex can yeah, be really yeah. fucking good. But if they're giving you drama, doesn't matter how good the sex is. So, I mean, <laughs> I'll be looking at, <laughs> you don't, it doesn't matter. You know, there's the, mm. is the element of, look, we've got things to create. We've got the world to serve. There's things going on. Are they kind of a secure person? 
Are they yeah, going to, yeah, yeah. you know, are they going to cause me chaos or peace? So mm. that's my number two, I'd say, like, you know, so can they mentally stimulate me? Keep finding the passion. Are they kind of that kind of individual? Don't care what they do as long as they fucking love it. If you don't love it, you're betraying yourself. I don't want to yeah, be yeah. with someone that betrays himself. If they betray yeah. themselves, they betray me. No, thank you. Been there, done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So number two is like, okay, are they secure? Are they going to bring me peace or chaos? You know, do they know themselves? Are they going to react over silly things? And number three, yeah, yeah it probably is that um, that connection. Are they a connected? I think if you've got the other things, it's around the passion then. If they're passionate in other areas of their life, then, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you can talk to them and be open, and then you're going to have probably good sex. Yeah, 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 definitely. So do you, would you accept if somebody came into your life and they said that, um, I want two women? No. Or you wouldn't? No. Okay. Why? Because there's an element of, I wouldn't think I'm enough, would I? Hmm. If I'm enough, then surely I'm enough. If they're, they're going to come to me and say, and I've had this. I've had, you know, guys say to me, look, you know. Have you? Yeah, I have. I've had a guy say, you know, do you know what? I think you're really attractive, but I know that I'm, is it? I can't say the word for it. And I think that's for a reason that they're into having multiple partners. Would I be interested? I'm like, well, A, you haven't met me yet. B, your longest relationship is a year. C, it's not my bag, you know. That's not mm. for me. Okay. Fair enough. Can you really have sex with someone forever? Like, that is just something that I've always wanted to know. Like, what's your thoughts on that? Because if from my point of view, I'm just thinking surely at like some point it becomes more than that, right? And like, it doesn't be as it's the same 10 years in or five years in. It depends on how you view sex, right? So it's sacred energy exchange. Okay. So you know, so it's a safe, for me, it's, sacred right so i'm exchanging my energy beautifully with someone they're in my mm. life they're present we're creating we're giving each other power and you know energy and presence and it's about what we keep creating and putting into it so yeah, yeah. you know of course i was with my ex for 13 years that was you know i didn't until the stage i got to where i was like okay maybe there's something you know something's not fulfilling me i want to go deeper i couldn't go deeper mm. there so okay, fine. I think sometimes you have a soul contract and it will end. Mm. But I think if you think, think the thought, I'm going to be having sex with this person forever and only this person, mm. it creates fear. And I think all of them thoughts do. And I think that's why you have to be with someone that you can talk about these things. You can have freedom. You can, for me, it's not freedom to sleep with other people because I think having a deep connection with somebody, one person, and going deeper and, you know, trying different things maybe with them is much more beautiful than, you know, if you just meet someone, it takes a while to get to that stage of depth. Hmm. Maybe, maybe not. It depends, right? So that's my <laughs> preference. Preference is to go deeper and deeper and to share that personal intimate experience with one person, not multiple people, because it's an energy exchange. It's powerful. Comes down to connection again, doesn't it? Comes down to connection. So say, like, for example, like, I can't really stay with myself. I mm. can't really deal with my anger, my emotions, my sadness. So there's going to get to a point where I'm with someone else. I'm going to go, oh, fight, flight or freeze. I'm going to fly off. I'm going to be like, nah, I need something else. That's mm. about, that would be about me. It wouldn't be about the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that would yeah. be like an avoidant technique. That would be like a defense as long as you know that and the other person knows that, that that might come up and that you can talk yeah, yeah. openly about it, it's okay. Yeah. It's only when we say, you know, you can't. Why are you looking at her? What are you doing looking at her? Oh, why are you liking someone's picture on Instagram? Yeah. Like when you get into them types of relationships, it's just like based mm. in, on fear. It's not based on love. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. you don't pick me today, you don't pick me. And like, okay. I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out together. I'm not going to punish you and I'm not going to think, okay, we'll figure out what to do next. Who knows? I've never been in that situation. Um, yeah. Because I think I'm enough. So I probably attracted men that would have thought I was enough. And if not, it hasn't lasted for longer than a day or whatever. On, on to the next, you know? 
Talking about Instagram, you mentioned something there. Do you think is is like liking girls? If you're in a relationship, if girls like guys' pictures and guys like girls' pictures, do you think it's a big deal or do you think it's not that deep? I don't think it's that deep. I think if you're looking at that, you yeah. you're a drama person, and yeah. you're looking. You know, if you if I look, I will find. If I'm going to sit there and look through someone's phone, I'm going to find something wrong. Look, it's okay to admire mm. beauty. It's okay to find other people attractive. If you if you read Think and Grow Rich, in yeah, essence, yeah. it's a normal part of life. Like many successful men had beautiful women around them. They didn't mm. sleep with the beautiful women. As I say in my book, they channeled their sexual energy into their work and became mm. unstoppable. Your sexual energy is your power. Mm. So like know what you're doing, know how you're using it. Don't give your power away to everyone. You know, it's your superpower and it, don't make any of it wrong because if you sub and i was quite i i was in a relationship where i couldn't say someone was good looking i couldn't mm. you know i felt bad yeah. and then i shut off a part of myself and i see it with men like they're with their girlfriend and then they don't want to look at you as you walk down the street and you're like i feel sorry for them it's like you're in a prison that's not how it should be. And, you know, what you repress goes the other way. So if you're going to do that to a guy, don't, what do you expect if he does cheat? And that's really harsh. But you're creating a place where you can't have an open, honest dialogue. I mean, look, that's co-created. Okay, okay. So you wouldn't mind if you was with someone and even if the girl had bikini pictures on and he actually started liking them and you wouldn't actually mind. You'd be thinking that's absolutely normal. Yeah. I think it's normal. I probably think, oh, she looks good in the bikini too. Like I'm not gonna. <laughs> You'll go and like it as well. <laughs> yeah. If it's a beautiful picture, I think that I'm very secure. So I like yeah, yeah. my appearance and I'm yeah, not going to look at that as an insecurity thing. I think, yeah, I would think that probably the guy that I would be with would be very much like, creating stuff in the world and you know but mm. if he wants to admire somebody that's beautiful and like a picture then it's cool that's okay it's that like you know it's part of life okay so in your book you say stop hating yourself and dismissing part of yourself learn to love yourself now my question to you is how would someone do that and why do you think people hate themselves? Well, the thing is, I think we're around, it depends on how you're brought up. So we're going back to upbringing mm. and our parents become a voice, right? So we have different voices and different parts of self, mum, yeah. dad, you know, between naught and seven, you're looking mm. at your subconscious mind being formed, right? So like 95% yeah. of your life is run on your subconscious mind. So mm. then voices become part of you. Now things might happen and you're like, oh, my, I hate my mum, I hate my dad. I, hate, I get it, I get it, I've been there. You know, I didn't have an easy childhood. It's only mm. until you understand and have empathy for them different parts and almost like own your shadow, own your darkness, own these different parts, like own the part of you that goes, no, I'm not taking that bullshit. Instead of just mm. being like, oh, this is nice all the time. Like instead of, when you, when you integrate all these parts and own it and, and almost love it, it's, mm. It's when you heal, right? So there's different processes to do that. So you also have like an inner wisdom and an inner strength within you. And it's bringing that out and it's acknowledging that and it's bringing that out from within. You can do that through visualization. And then you can- What do you mean visualization? Like, so like a visualization just... where you meet that part of you, right? The part of yeah, you yeah. that's the inner wisdom. So you shut your eyes and you go through- Subconscious work, yeah? Sorry, my love? Subconscious work, right? Subconscious work. So yeah, yeah. it's visioning, hypnosis. Also, before you go to bed, when you wake up, your brain is in a theta state. So you can retrain your mind, right? Mm. This is why I say love it, all these parts. Because that is what it's about. It's like owning it. It's owning all of who you are in this world and loving it. And then like going, okay, you know, like when you're consciously aware, you can focus on growing different parts but you're not making the others wrong that make you human mm. because it makes you a person and if you're going to be yeah. with someone that wants you just as one type of person well that's not real 
And that's what people are offered and do. They meet someone and go, hmm, who does this person want me to be? And then they play Mm. that character. And it's like, no, no, no. Know yourself. Know who you are. Integrate. Know that you're going to have sad times, angry times, all these different times. That's That's being human. And if someone else can't be with you when you have them different emotions, then they're probably not your person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't don't betray yourself. Interesting. I like that. Okay. Why is connection so hard for people to establish these days, Marina? I mean, what is it that's distracting everyone? I think it's that hustle, grind, chase mentality. You know, this illusion that we've got somewhere to go. I've had the five-bedroom house, the rainy rover, the holidays in the Maldives. It's fucking bullshit. Like, yeah, it's, I mean... Look, it's not an either or life. What I'm telling you is enjoy the moment. Enjoy the journey. Like, mm. stop, breathe. Because when you die if on your deathbed, no one's going to give a fucking shit about your holiday or what car you had or what house you got. Mm. They're going to care about how you've been with them. Have you spent time with them? Have you connected to them? We know what it's like when somebody dies. If we haven't spent no time and we haven't had no connection with them, we're not really going to have, it's not going to impact our lives as much as somebody that gave us five minutes with them every day. Yeah, It's yeah, only yeah, five yeah. minutes. So it's the element of, it's the society's, you know, that thing, looking for something outside of you. This is why I say, like, it's coming back to you. Your soul, yeah. your purpose, what you're here to do. And realising that it's only really going to matter who you've been. Not what mm. you've done. Have you been kind? Have you been loving? Mm. That's all. Just live your life more. Have you been able yeah. to come back to that? Because look, we're human. Things are going to trigger us. We're going to have, you know, there's no person out there that doesn't have a sad day or an angry day. But can you go mm. back to love? Can you go back to, you know, connection? Can you forgive yourself? Can you forgive someone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess live your life more impact focus right yeah i mean look it's your life all i can do is share my experience and go you know i think that true fulfillment comes from being able to look at yourself in the mirror and being proud of Mm. what you see yeah and having inner peace that's success okay so marina how do you make your money through coaching yeah and acting, so I also act as well. You're an actress, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. What, have you appeared on any of these big drama series? or Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. I've got an audition tomorrow for, like, similar type top boy type thing where I'm playing a detective. Oh, really? Yeah, so I always loved acting, and this is why I bring acting in my book and in my mm. method as well. All right. Yeah. So acting, for me, it has been very cathartic. And I use acting when I coach individuals as well. So, you know, whether or not you want to do something different in your life or you want to be more confident or you want to know who you are more, it's all can be accomplished also from acting it out, right? Even with emotions and, you know, that helps you connect more. Mm. And when I act, I don't act someone else. True, you know, this is that misconception True acting is being truthful in the moment. It's, I can't really play characters I wouldn't resonate with or I haven't seen something similar that's happened in my life. Mm. And I love the dark characters as well because I think there's, I've got a passion for bringing empathy for the darkness because people only do dark things because they've got nowhere else to go or there's no empathy or compassion for it. Mm. And when we understand that, they also need love or everyone needs everyone needs love it's mm. the only way we can transform it's like i hate anything that, that divides men be women narcissists be empath um all these different divides i think get people lost in drama when it's like okay what can i control am i being loving am i being kind am i am i not being judgmental am i forgiving myself am i forgiving someone else so it's so important to get back to love for everyone and mm. not into this 
mode of, oh, it's a red flag. Oh, it's a green flag. And I, and I listen to it and I'm like, okay, I don't want to be around these people. Like this, yeah, yeah, the yeah. drama people. Okay. Okay. So give, give, give us some basic, uh, a few little tips on acting. Just like simple ones. Simple things on acting. I think with acting, it's about understanding like the character yeah. and seeing what parts of, for me, I use parts of me that can connect with it. And then I put my life experience into it. So I don't mm. look at, you know, what somebody else is doing. I give my own interpretation through looking at what's going on in the script and the words and the character. And then yeah. it's about what I create with somebody else. So, you know, again, it's not about me. It's about forgetting me and then, and then going with like my feeling, my intuition, my character, my experience, my life experience and bringing all of that and then going, oh, now this is exciting bit. Like I'm going to create something with the other actor and I don't know what I'm going to create. And it's going to be beautiful because they're going to say a word a certain way and then I'm going to react a certain way. And we're going to mm. create this magic which cannot be created ever really again the same way. Mm via us two energies coming together a bit like when you make love a bit like when you do this now you know mm. very similar so again it's I think when you lose the focus on you an attachment mm. from getting it right or fucking it up or not fucking it up and you're just in flow is when the magic happens in life interesting okay so are you looking to like go america or any are you looking for like big acting roles as well or are you yep not focused on that oh you are 100 percent. i w uh, i love the idea of being in america i was really? recently in la i love the us i love the people i love the energy loved la i definitely want to create a tv show on love and relationships in america and if i got into a series i'd absolutely love that too so yeah 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 I think you'll do really well. Thank you so much. I, I, I love it. And when I was out there, like even when I was just talking, the men out there are very educated on love and relationships. Hmm. And very chivalrous, actually. Okay. Okay. So the American men had a different mindset to the English men. What's the difference? They were just very chivalrous and they were educated. So they'd done their work. They knew about attachment theory they knew about relationships. They were really interested in it. They wanted to grow better themselves. Um, yeah. So, I mean, out there getting self-help is not frowned upon as much as it's more frowned upon here. I think we're catching up more. Yeah, but yeah. There's more talks. There's more discussions. It's more open. Whereas I think mm. here, for some reason, there's that element of, even if you talk about sex, like it's like, it's everything you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bit taboo, isn't it? Well, it's taboo, and it's like, well, actually, it's not talking about it which creates oppression mm. and confusion. Like, I talk about porn in the book, and it's like, well, where do you learn if you can't read a book like mine or you can't have open conversations with women as well? And there's lots mm. of women that have been very toxic, toxic to men on things like size and shaming them and making them feel that they have to perform. So this is a society thing, which I just think needs to stop as in like, if somebody's in that mode where they're shaming somebody or they're coming out with things like that, it's because they haven't dropped into their heart. And when you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want all men to know that that's not about them, that, you know, it's about that other person being insecure and it's about their issues and about they can't get into their heart, but don't take none of that on. Like you're all good, mm. no matter what's happening. Like your body's telling you stuff. If you, you know, things are not happening for you in certain ways. Again, it's your body keeping you safe. So it's like, again, don't make any of it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've told me how you make your money. How do you invest your money then? I'm not actually very good with investing, but I have had properties in the past. So I had properties, done them up, sold them. So it's very much in property at the moment. I haven't been investing. The biggest investment I've made in my is it has been in myself. 
That's really good, yeah. And I think, do you know what? That's priceless. I'd always, no, I've always picked investing in myself over and beyond anything else. Because I think once you invest in yourself, once you found your passion and purpose, life yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. become about investments. Yes, mm. you could have, you know, and there's another illusion that financial security brings you success. <sighs> Does it? Because I know mm. many people that are very financially secure and they've made millions and they're very unhappy and they're very yeah, sad and they're very disconnected. Success, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, again, it's not either or. Mm. But the biggest investment you'll ever make is in is within you. And never yeah, stop no, doing I, that. Yeah. That's good. Okay, so how important is health to you? And do you go gym regularly every day or every other day whenever? The health is very important for me. I've always yeah. gone to the gym since I was about 16. Wow. I don't think you need to go to the gym. I think you can work out at home. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's about figuring out what you need. So I like time by myself, but I also like time with mm. others. So mm. I, extrovert v ambivert. And the difference is an extrovert gets their energy from a group. Um, an introvert gets some energy by themselves and an ambivert gets their energy from both. Now, my personal belief is that if you're a balanced person, you'd be mm. in between, right? Mm. So again, air to caution, but I believe this is one of my theories of anyone that over identifies with either. So, you know, everything's about balance. So at times where I've not been connecting with as many people, I need the gym, right? At times mm. when it's really busy, then I, I can work out maybe by myself at home. Yeah. But I think yeah, yeah. I think it's your body speaks your mind as well. And it's about connecting to that and going, well, if you're in pain, if you've got an injury, yeah. stop and listen to it and feel into it and go, what's my body telling me? Like the legs, yeah, yeah, yeah. the legs might be about moving forward. Your mm. heart, well, there's a lot going on with your heart that's emotional. And even if you're in pain within your heart. So often we think like health is going to the gym, eating, but it's also your mindset, what you're consuming, what you're watching, what your body's telling you, tuning in, tune mm. into your body. Don't beat yourself up yeah. because you think that's what you're meant to be doing only for you to get ill because you're not actually listening to what your body needs. Maybe your body needs something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. The key is just move or do something, right? And you can fix your mindset, really. Yeah. Okay, so I've got two more questions for you, Marina. What is your two favorite books that you've read so far? Conversations of God. Which ones? Conversations of God. Okay. So I read that book when I was about 16. Wow. And it, Neil Donald Walsh is still my th favorite author of all times. He sat there and he had a conversation with God, you know, he channeled him. So he was an alcoholic, mm. changed his life. And three in the morning, God starts speaking to him. And he, he literally has, it's a question and answer format. And again, it's where I've got my inspiration for my question and answer format for my book to help men on love and relationships. Because yeah, yeah. what I love about it is you can just pick up a, pick it up and open a random page and read it and go, oh, I needed that. I needed that today. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we need that more and more in today's society. But I love mm. the take on it because he basically says it wasn't the way God intended it. And I think a lot mm. of the images and messages that are put out there by religion are confusing. And mm. there is, you know, like anything, right? There's a lot of control and restriction and it's and things get lost in translation. And I think it just clarifies so much for me. It always has mm. done. I love his work. Okay. What's the second book? Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. So again, the same type of premise. Louise Hay is, again, a phenomenal person. And she started Hay House Publishing when she was 40. Yeah. She came, came from quite like an abusive background. And she went through a lot of trauma. But she, again, created this book where you have an emotional, you have a physical illness and she gives you the emotional reason for that physical illness with the mm. affirmation you then say to reset that, right? So again, okay. it's like another little Bible to have in the house. 
And it's just amazing because it just brings you into awareness of actually, oh, I've got this illness. It's it's a mm. thought pattern. It's mental or something. And it's something, and it gives you, whether or not it's true or not, it gives you back the power because mm. you hold the power. If you believe somebody has the power outside of you, you are fucked. Mm. Take responsibility for whatever's going on. And this is a tool for that because then you go, right, this is what it is. This is what the new programming I need. And you might yeah, need to do yeah. a bit more work in between that. But for me, it's like another little Bible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. I like it. Okay, so tell me what's next for you and any final messages that you want to put out there? What's next for me? Well, the book will be published. <laughs> yeah. And I will... And by the way, I just want to say before, like I've read the book. And it's a really, really good book. And I think everyone should just go and buy it because it will be helpful one way or another. So what did Marina's you find helpful? Loads of things. I think the number one that stands out for me is the connectivity. You know, like don't rush anything. Like, like everything's about connection. Everything's about just exactly what we was talking about earlier on. Like in my mind, it's always been like rush, rush, rush. And I feel, I feel like when it comes to connecting with someone you need to give that long you have to look at it in a long-term thing and like don't put no time on it just spend that time with your other half and just give them however long it takes it takes i love that because as you're saying it right i was in sales yeah, yeah. and i was top salesperson and i you name it i've sold it technology insurance law to all the creative yeah. agencies I was, it wasn't on sales. I just yeah. connected with people. I gave them my time. I sat mm. there. We talked about everything. Like, we, I connected. Like, if, if you take this into every area of your life, you are going to be such a success. Yeah, like, definitely. People worry about sales. It's not, it's not about the sales. It's like, connect to the human being. Like, find out what's going on in their life. Just connect genuinely from a heart-centered yeah. place. Mm. Okay. Any final messages you want to put out there? Final messages I want to put out there. I think I've talked a lot, haven't I? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but just be yourself, right? Find yeah. out who you are, step into that, be yourself. Some people will love you, some people will hate you. It's got nothing to do with you. Keep focused, concentrate on the people that love you, spend time yeah. with them, connect with them, love the fuck out of it, love the fuck out of yourself. <laughs> And just enjoy it, you know. No one's perfect, mm. but also it's all perfect, right? Yeah, perfect. I think that's a good way to end uh, this show. Thank you so much, Marina, for joining me. I appreciate that. And thank you. Thank you. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this episode insightful. And if you did, make sure you subscribe so you won't miss the next one. Don't forget, we are also on YouTube. You can watch these interviews in full there too and join the discussions in the comments. Just search Ibi Aslam Uncensored. There's new episodes every week. So I'll see you there.